Hello friends, it's a Wednesday night in Brooklyn, May 22nd, and uh, we're doing a podcast again, been away for way too long, but we figured this would be a good time to get back into it because today we heard the news that Chuck Barris had died. For those of you that don't know Chuck Barris, is Chuck Barris in the 60s when I was a kid was the king of the um, game shows. He created two of my favorite game shows, iconic game shows from the 60s, the Newlywood Game and the Dating Game. And then after years of having these shows on the air, he created another show and for some reason decided to be the host of that show. And the show is called The Gong Show. If you haven't seen it, you might want to check it out on YouTube. But for a couple years there, late 70s, I think it started in summer of 77. And it was done by the time the 80s hit. So it was on for about two years. But check out the show on YouTube. We're going to leave a link at the bottom of our iTunes page here for this episode, our SoundCloud page also. Or you can just Google it. Google Gong Show Valentine's episode. Because on February 17th, 1977, four young boys from Covina, California. California? <laughs> California, yeah. Um, four, four boys. Covina boys. There was a sixth grader. There was a high school freshman. And there was a couple high school sophomores. One of whom was yours truly. And we had a little... We decided to... uh, We decided we wanted to be on this show. And we had a little ad called The Waves. The Waves sang Catch a Wave by the Beach Boys. The wave saying catch a wave by the Beach Boys so truly terribly. I was the lead singer. My backup band was uh, my brother, Deke, Robert Alcantara. They both wore wetsuits and played tennis rackets. And in the back was my cousin Mitch, the sixth grader, playing a pair of uh, hang gliding helmets. And we performed catch a wave so poorly that on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays shows, Chuck Barris, the host of the show, who died today, mentioned the fact uh, that you should probably tune tune in Thursday because we've got possibly the worst act we've ever had on the show. The whole story behind behind us getting on on the gong show and how we were introduced as Here's the act we've been telling you about all week. Maybe the worst act we've ever had on the Gong Show. The Waves. That was that was our intro. Because Chuck Barris died today, I decided to take a little stroll down memory lane and talk to 
my brother, Deke, who's now 54, I'm 55, my mom, who drove us to the NBC studios and also drove us to our audition on Coanga in Hollywood. She's got her recollections of the whole thing. And uh, my cousin Mitch, who was a chubby little sixth grader back when he was banging on the hang gliding helmet slash bongos as part of my four-man band. And last but not least, we called up our old friend Beth Eastman, who lived two doors down and was in eighth grade at the time, and it was pals with my mom. So she tagged along, and uh, we went to, you know, you get old and you forget things, and pieces of the puzzle keep falling away, or you're not quite sure what you got right. And uh, so this is my attempt to not only honor Chuck Barris, but um, try to piece a little puzzle of my life, a little sliver of my life back together by talking to some of the people who were around for that, that experience. So if you're a fan of The Gong Show, you might like this. If you're not, I suggest you check out a few YouTube videos. And basically this show was a precursor to America's Got Talent and American Idol and even re reality TV where anybody will do anything to get on TV. Well, that kind of was us in 1977. So here it is. Here's our story of getting on the gong show and being maybe one of the worst acts ever on the gong show. Thanks, Chuck Barris. Rest in peace, sir. From Hollywood, almost live, it's the gong show. Remember how the whole idea started to, to even get on the gong show? What's your re what's your recollection of that? Yeah, I mean the the initial conversation about going on the gong show. Of course, it was you that thought that we should go on there. But my first memory was us in this uh, rehearsal with him. There was a big piano there, and he was sipping on some kind of vodka or something because you can smell it. And then, um, oh, you could smell some uh, liquor on his breath or on the uh, really remember that his lips were all glossy and wet and remind yeah. me of dad after dad drinks his beers. Uh, I guess that was that was the connection there. And then, uh, my first recollection of him was having BO, having it's being super short and have just having some serious body odor. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah, I don't remember that. I just remember him being very short and smell, smelling like alcohol, and then you asking him for a microphone. He didn't have a microphone, and he gave you the stapler to use the stapler. Right, so our audition was me singing into a stapler. But uh, let's go back before before that. Like, who, do you remember anything about the processes of we should be going the gong show, what song should we sing, who's going to be in the band, what should the band I remember, yeah, I remember we were in the garage, me, you, Mike and Mitch, they were living at, with us on Kalora at the time. Mm -hmm. And we were just practicing some songs. He said, let's go on the gong show. And they said, well, what should we play? We, you know, we started thinking Beach Boys. And then when you said Beach Boys, we started thinking, okay, surfing. And then we went out and started rehearsing in the garage. Mike was very reluctant, uh, didn't want to be <laughs> part of it. <laughs> um, don't remember his reasons why, but um, 
So we, uh, I thought it was just me, you, and Mitch going in and practicing and then bringing Robert Alcantara in and then yeah. practicing. And, you know, we didn't have any instruments, so we just improvised and said, okay, well, I'll play the guitar. Don't have a guitar, so let me play tennis racket. So at least that's what I thought. If, if there was anything different than that, I don't remember, but it seemed like that was uh, was going through my mind. And then Mitch, we thought was going to be on the drums. We didn't have drums, so we started looking around the garage, and we found these big old white helmets that had no idea what they were for. We were told they were for skydiving, which we've never done before. And hang gliding was what I was what I was that I remember. Gliding helmets that who knows how in the heck we got them. And, uh, never use them. Never. I don't recall using them ever again for anything other than for Mitch playing playing them like bongo drums. And they were big. They remind me of the big kazoo, you know, from you know the Jetsons. His big helmet there. And the, the, uh, mighty, the mighty kazoo was from the Flintstones, but nice, but close enough. <laughs> the mighty kazoo. Yeah. Okay. So that big helmet was Mitch's drums, two drums there that he, he played on. So that, that was my recollection. What, what was your recollection? My recollection was, uh, I don't remember rehearsing in the garage. I remember the, the, the plan of the seed in my head to do it was, um, do you remember John Williams, the um, student body president? He was a quarterback of the football team. But um, he was in, our, in my drama class with Mr. Baird. And uh, he was a cool guy, super funny, charismatic. He was also in the choir. So he's like a star baseball player, quarterback of the football team, little guy though, in, the, in, in drama, and he was in, uh, <laughs> he was in the choir. So I remember he, um, he, he got on the gong show before we did, and he actually, he, got, he did not get gone. He had a good singing voice, and he, I think he got 20. He didn't win. He got like 26 points. No, I don't know why I remember that detail. but So um, I remember seeing him on there, and then he was, we hung out in drama class, and, and I asked him how he went about getting on. And so it was like, shit, we can do this. We'll figure something out. And then, um, but I remember you, me, Mike, and Mitch in my bedroom. Remember the bedroom right next to, uh, next to the uh, the front of the house? Kind of catty corner from the from the garage. Right. So we're in that room. And I think the first songs that we started um, playing with were, was an Elvis song, I think. Teddy Bear. Do you remember that? Singing Teddy Bear? Because it had some doo-wops in it. And we had we could have done something fun with it and I don't know why we didn't stick with that but um, then we moved on to the Beach Boys and Catch Away was not the song we should have been singing that's not an easy song to do well with so um, that's my recollection but um, so before we even auditioned I remember well like I guess we didn't need sheet music because so we, we auditioned the place was on Coanga Boulevard it was a I remember it being a coal like Kind of a old bar that had, they just turned into an audition space. Nothing fancy at all. Dark, like black walls and um, Coanga Boulevard. I can point point the place out. So we auditioned. Coanga was like it was like an old empty bar that they just used for an audition space on Coanga in Hollywood, just north of uh, Sunset Boulevard. So um, yeah. I, that's that's what I remember about the audition. Then I don't even remember getting the call 
to be on the show, but um, I do remember that before we went to the show, we had to um, get them some sheet music. Do you remember the, getting them the sheet music for Catch a Wave? No. So we uh, we we had to get back then, you know, with the internet, all you had to do now was get online and find it and print it out. But back then, all the sheet music was uh, in these books, song books. And we didn't we didn't have the money to actually buy the songbooks, so we went into Wallach's Music City in the Eastland Mall in beautiful Covina, California, and uh, and surreptitiously got the book and ripped out the two pages for uh, Catch a Wave. Oh no! And we delivered it to uh, Chuck and Mil- Milton Blug and the band and his band with the Fug. We had uh, two pages, but the insides of both pages were ripped, so it was clearly ripped out of a book. It was uh, it was not a, not a classy move. So, um, yeah. So, what do you remember about that day? Well, yeah. Let's back let's back up because the, did we have one audition or we had one audition um, that got us on the show, I think. Do you think we had two? But then we went back after we were on the show. We auditioned again for Chuck um, to be on the nighttime show. And we didn't get on that time, but we got on the daytime show. But do you remember having two auditions to get on the show? Maybe we had a... I don't remember having a second one. Yeah, I mean, the, for, for whatever reason, the, the picture I had in my mind was when we walked into... It was a... Did, I don't remember the bar. I remember yeah. it being... Uh, a building with kind of a, like on a third or fourth story with windows and we were, you know, overlooking it. Um, I don't know. That's not an important detail, but the, the, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's crazy. But the, the, the thing that stuck out to me most was just the fact that, you know, the, the, his alcohol of him drinking and being short and you, <laughs> You using the you know the stapler to sing, sing into that, but yeah, beyond that, when we went back, all I yeah that was kind of a vague day. All I do remember didn't Michelle and Mom weren't they in the audience? Um, Beth Eastman. And I remember we were backstage for most of the day, you know, waiting to go on and meeting everybody, and. Then, when we yeah, it was, at, it was at NBC in Burbank, so NBC Studios in Burbank. So you walk in there. I think that was the first time I'd ever been to a TV or movie studio, and you know, it was like it was pretty uh, intimidating. Like it was a wow, wow moment just being in there and seeing all the pictures of Johnny Carson and and all those great NBC shows back then. This is 1977. I think it was January or. End of January, end of February, nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, and, yeah uh, it was yeah. that. It was that. Burbank studio. So what was it on? Was it uh, aired on NBC or what? Network? Yeah, yeah, it was NBC. Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the weird things was, you know, they taped five shows in uh, in a single day. So it's a long day, and you're stuck in one room with all the acts for the week. Um, <laughs> That's five shows worth of gong show acts in one room. Um, and so you got all, you got hours to think about it and get all nervous. Do you remember any of the people in that, uh, in the green room while we were waiting? Uh, you know, I don't. The only, of course, the person that I do remember is the girl that beat us out for the worst act of the week. The girl that uh, got a box stuck on her head and, you know, her, her whole 
asked, you know, the, I remember she was a thin, tall, black lady that came in with just a box, and she was trying to get out of this box that got stuck on her head. Well, you know that, you know her, uh, that clip is on YouTube, right? No, really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So we, yeah, we were on and we've, we've seen it once. Gong, the Gong Show reran for years on various, um, in syndication, various networks. Never saw our episode. Always looked on TV Guide to see who the, uh, the celebrity panelists were and never saw it. And to this day, I don't think it's on YouTube. So at one time, peed my pants, almost peed my pants, laughing so hard, and have never seen it again. So if there's anyone out there who can figure out a way to track that sucker down, come on, help us out. There is that footage. There's got to be archives of Chuck Ferris and all of his gong show episodes, right? And for years, I, I had kept a balloon. You know, they drop balloons from the ceiling and, uh, and from the... From, and, confetti balloons and I kept a balloon all withered balloon I had the date written on the balloon of when we were there and uh, God, all those little artifacts are gone long gone but so getting getting back to it we, we walk in there we're, we're there all day and so you get to you're you're able to watch the different shows on the monitor um, so we got uh, we're backstage with mom the four of us and uh, Beth Eastman. Was there one more person, or was it, I think it was just Beth and Mom? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember. So we were watching. Uh, we're watching the. We're, they, we've, we find out we're going to be on on the Thursday show, and so we're watching the first three, the first first three episodes before us, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday show, and each one of those days, Chuck Barris um, says, "Tune in Thursday." And you'll see possibly the worst act we've ever had on this show. Do you, you remember that, right? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, he did, right? I mean, that was this was before they even put um, that as part of the show, as the worst act of the week. Because after... We might not have inspired that, because, yeah, that's right. We got there, and we didn't realize, because it was, it was going to be a $512 and change um, prize. So we were... We we're actually psyched about that. If he's, and we thought yeah, we were going to win it. We thought we were going to yeah, win that. We were shooing for that, and uh, yeah, the fact that they had—that's right. I forgot that detail that they had never. We weren't aware of it. If they had been doing it, they, they had just started doing it. But um, it was—it seemed like a, a surprise to us that they were doing it. Maybe we were—we inspired it. Let's just say that. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Chuck says tune in Thursday, and you'll see possibly the worst act we've ever had on the show. And and that was our that was our our intro. Here it is, the act we've been telling about all week. Quite possibly the worst act we've ever. That <laughs> that is saying something. God, man, oh. that, that might that might be the first first line in my obituary. One day, that's set the tone for my my career in show business. We wore that with a badge of honor, though. I mean, it, it was not something that we felt bad about. We knew that we weren't that good, and we went out there and had fun. But um, I think the the part that was disappointing was the fact that you know he built it up to be such a horrible act, and it was. We delivered on that. Oh yeah, my my sing and first the music was terrible. The sheet music we gave them to to I think they played it on like a like a um, 
New Orleans style upright piano and that was it. I don't know if the band got involved, but it was a terrible arrangement for the song. And, uh, you know, I'm a terrible, terrible singer, at least I was on that song back then. And you guys are wearing wetsuits, playing tennis rackets and doing the doing the catch a wave thing, going down, we're all going down like we're surfing. Each time we sing catch a wave and bad falsetto. And, um, and I got my powder blue hang tan surf trunks that are about two sizes too small. I got the, the uh, remember the flip flops that had the multiple layered, colored layers. So they were like basically wearing um, high heel shoes. So I'm even taller than Chuck, long legs, short shorts, Hawaiian shirt, straw hat, terrible singer. And, uh, you know, we're immediately as we as we're start, start, start to sing there, um, the audience is screaming at the top of their lungs, gong them. Couldn't even barely hear myself sing. Do you remember that part? Yeah, yeah. Looking out in the audience and just having people just screaming, you suck. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And then, of course, I don't know. You know, I think the judges were Jamie Farr, right? No, 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 dude, <laughs> not Jamie. No, not Jamie Farr. Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson. Who else do you think it was? Well, the, you just get right. Phyllis, um, who was it? The, uh, Phyllis Diller or no? What? Um, Ava Gabor. Ava Gabor. Um, in the middle. Yeah. And yeah, who was it on the end there? The guy on the end is our two degrees of separation from JFK. Do you realize that? The guy, the guy on the end was in the Rat Pack with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, and the guy on the end was um, John Kennedy's brother-in-law. Do you remember who he was? Yeah, who was it? Peter Lawford. Oh, P Peter Lawford. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was the dude on the end. So um, he was probably sloshed himself. He probably had a cocktail in the in the dressing room with Chuck before the show. But, um, so yeah, we're assuming that we've been introduced as maybe the worst act ever. You, you gotta assume that you're gonna get the gang gong, right? Right. That's the true badge of honor to get the triple gong. But um, it didn't happen that way. 45 seconds into it, Artie Johnson, the freaking little shirt guy from Laughing, um, gonged us. And that was it. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I thought for sure that with the way that the audience was booing us and you know cheering us to fail, um, that you would get or we would get all three hands on the gong. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen. And um, so we got gonged, and I, my recollection is just being all smiles, just happy to be there. Chuck comes over and. Um, and asked, asked uh, Artie why he gonged us. Do you remember what he said? No. A bad joke, but whatever it was, it'll come to me later. So, to, and then to wrap the whole thing up, that was Thursday's show. Um, so Friday comes around. I wonder if it was the was the black girl on, on Friday and she pulled ahead and beat us, or was she before us? Do you remember? She was, no, I thought she was after us. I thought she was after us. So maybe she was on our episode or maybe she was on the Friday episode. But anyway, when Friday rolls around and they announce the, the worst act of the week, 
this chick gets in, wins the 500, 500 bucks. 500 bucks back then would have been a lot of money for four kids in high school. Mitch was like in, in, in elementary school at the time, so he, he would have been loving $103. So we lost out on the best act of the week, even though we were possibly the worst act ever. And um, just set the tone for a, a career full of close calls and big promises. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that was the that was the launch into our game show career, at least for us, you know. So we redeemed yeah. ourselves when we did get onto the Family Feud and win the ten thousand dollars there. But yeah. but I, I was thinking that when <clears throat> after that Gong Show, there's something about the bug of being on television no, no matter what level of talent you think you have so looking at all the shows now right america's got talent you got you know just reality tv in general it's like it's yeah it's, it's become you know anybody can be on tv now that was the beginning of anybody can be on tv yeah but you even think like american idol where people it you know it is a credible talent show but people that think they have talent you know, still go out there and put their best foot forward. I think at least we recognize that we did have talent, although maybe when we started, we thought potentially we could have talent. I, there was a moment the night before we taped the show in the shower when I was singing in the shower. It probably lasted, you know, 20 seconds, half a minute maybe, where I'm like, God, this sounds pretty damn good. Maybe, oh, maybe we can, maybe we aren't that bad. And, uh, you know, then I got out there and it was like singing bad falsetto acapella on national television. Not good. But, hey, it was fun. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. What a great memory to, to do that and then be attached to this historical day of Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Berry. It's not Chuck, not Chuck Berry because somebody was telling me, oh, Chuck Berry died. I go, are you sure it wasn't Chuck Berry? So, yeah. Chuck Berry died like three days ago. You know that, right? He did die. All right. So then, wow. Yeah, they both died days apart. All right. So he took her. It's God's, God's sense of humor shows up again. Oh, my goodness. Right. Two Chuck, two CB, two Chucks, two Bear, very embarrassed. But I, I don't think most people, at least our generation, knew. I was reminded of this that Chuck Barris was, you know, the creator of uh, the dating game, the newlywed game. And yeah. I think I, I read that he had over, I don't know, maybe 20 to 30 hours a week on primetime television of his productions. Jeez, yeah. And, well, and the craziest part of his story, it's a couple crazy things. He wrote a hit song in the early 60s called Palisades Park. I'm sure you've heard of it. And, um, and he claimed to be a CIA hitman. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, and they made a movie about that too, right? Yeah, and so that movie called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, based on his autobiography, was um, the first movie that George Clooney directed. Mm, that was yeah, I heard uh, Clooney directed it. That was his first movie he directed. Yeah, I don't think it was a hit, but it's pretty good. It's one of those movies that people will come back to over the years and enjoy. I think Sam Rockwell plays plays Chuck. Chucky baby. <laughs> so um, so we got our little we got our little piece of TV history and our little Chucky Chuck connection. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna call mom now. I'm gonna call 
cousin Mitch. Maybe I'll even reach out to uh, Beth Eastman and see what she remembers about the whole thing. There you go. That would be great. You know what's cool is that as you look back at early TV and how he pioneered the way for reality TV and all these shows have come after, you know, you think about who's the modern-day Chuck Harris today, and you would probably have to say, um, um, you look at, you know, Mark Burnett in all yeah. TV. I mean, he's taken yeah. hours of shows, you know, along with, of course, Simon Cowell, who they partner with, but that's pretty cool how he... But he, but yeah, Mark Burnett's never been an on-camera guy. Chuck Barris was behind the scenes, and then all of a sudden, this name that you've seen on the end credits of all these game shows, that he finally appears as the, the guy. There's the guy that's you've seen in the credits, and uh, he's this, he's this crazy little um, silly guy. Then, uh, and he had a hit show as the host of it. I don't know. I can't think of anybody who's actually produced for years and then became a, a on-air talent guy on a hit show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And of the and a CIA hitman to boot. Oh, that's great. That's great. It was, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's going to be interesting to see how his legacy plays out. It's good to walk down memory lane again and see what he accomplished and how it laid the street in this whole reality TV, you know, craze that we're living through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was kind of a cross between American Idol, that like low rent American Idol, and reality TV. People wanting to be on TV for any stupid reason possible. Mm, it's crazy. Good man. Well, if you can grab that footage, you know somehow it's got to come to the surface. I think now that that Chuck is in the media now, there's got to be some, you know, someone maybe even tweet about it. Ask, hey. Does anybody know where the archives of the Gong Show footage is? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Today's the day to do that. Good call. I'll do the same. I'll do the same thing. See if we can't reach out there. I mean, obviously, you can hashtag like NBC Studios, uh, Reality TV. There's a TV um, uh, museum of TV and radio. I think it's got um, a bunch of archives downtown New York. So I'm gonna. I'll go check that out. Supposedly they have everything that's ever been on TV, but I, I find that hard to believe. No, that's cool. Awesome, bro. Well, good. I can't wait to see how all this comes together. I can't wait to hear the different version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, thanks for sharing your version. Yeah, we got it, bro. It's a good podcast. About our uh, our Chuck Harris encounter and our gong show experience, I'm trying to get the different perspectives from the different people who were uh, who were of with that the, age group. No, no, who was there? Me, you, Deke, Mitch. Um, I just sent a message to Beth Eastman. Um, did did Michelle go with us, or was it just you and Beth? Where did we go? What are you talking about? The gong show. <laughs> Hello. Oh, you know what? I thought we were talking about Chuck Berry. Chuck Barris died. Oh, gotcha. Chuck, Chuck Barris died three days after Chuck Berry died. Oh, oh my God. goodness. No, I didn't hear that because I don't watch the news anymore. So I'm sorry for that. Go ahead. Yeah, Chuck Barris died today. Today? Oh. That's why I'm doing the podcast. 
now that we're all caught up on that, no, not doing a Chuck Berry podcast. I Chuck Berry is, uh, I don't have any connection with Chuck Berry. I didn't think so, so I was wondering what the heck's all about. No, 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 we got you. We want to, we want to, um, just do a little dive into our Chuck Barris experience. And, um, Deke gave me his perspective. I want to know what you remember. What do I remember? Well, what do you, what, what, what do you remember about us, the whole process of, of us? Do you remember us even, um, broaching the subject? Hey, we want to go on the gong show. Um, uh, we need a ride. Nobody's of age. I was a sophomore in high school, so I didn't have my license yet. And somebody had to drive us. You drove us to the audition and then you drove us to the show and hung out with us all day. What do you remember about the whole experience? Oh, I just remember how much fun it was and how how much fun you guys were having and how excited you were and how we got to, how I got to sit uh, in the audience and watch. Um, and scream gong them at your sons. Yeah, and, and you're, <laughs> I really thought you were going to get the uh, worst act of the day. Worst act of the, worst act of the week, not worst act of the day. We were the worst act ever, possibly, according to Chuck. And then that lady with a bag on her head threw a wrench in the whole, the whole kit caboodle because you asked. It was, a, it was a box. It was a box, not a bag. Oh, she had a, I got this box on my head. Oh, <laughs> well, you know that video is on YouTube, right? No. Her, of her or the whole show? Of just her. Oh. I've never seen ours beyond that first viewing. Do you remember where you were when you watched it? I don't. Do you even remember watching it? <laughs> Did you watch it? Of course I must have watched it. Why would I not watch it? Maybe you were working that day. Well, I didn't watch it with you. I watched it at uh, Robert Alcantara's house with, with my friends. We had cigars and I ended up uh, Apparently, I, I, my cigar caught his parents' couch on fire, and I ended up uh, losing money on the whole deal. I had to buy him a new couch, and it was... It was no yeah. way! Did you tell me that? Uh, I'm sure I did. Bob, come on. Did you really tell me? I probably did, yeah. I don't know. I, I think don't know. so, because there's yeah. a lot of things I don't remember in my life, but I, I think I would have remembered that. Got to mm. fire, but that was the only time we ever saw it. I was, I think, I was laughing so hard, my I may have dropped my cigar, and um, there was pre VCR day, so we didn't even nobody taped it, nobody, there's no record of it. So I had one viewing, almost peed my pants, and never saw it again. <laughs> well, all I know is I don't remember who I watched it with, but it was just. It was a hoot because sitting in the audience, and I, I think we got to sit there quite a while. Who was I with? Who did I sit with? Well, you definitely went with Beth Eastman. Um, I don't know if Michelle. I don't know if Mich Michelle went or not. Cousin Michelle. But it was. But, uh, uh, I remember Ava Gabor was on there, and who else was uh, on the panel? Um, uh, you get this right. D got D got none of them right. None of them. I know it was Ava Kapoor and he said Jamie Farr. No, it was um, 
Lawford. What's his? Peter Lawford. He was on yeah. there. Yeah, Peter Lawford, Rat Packer, JFK, Camelot, Adam. Yeah. And uh, and the guy that gonged us. You don't remember the guy that gonged us? Who was it, Bob? From Laughing. Little guy. Oh, uh, the Alan Seuss, right? No, Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson. <laughs> I'm picturing Alan Seuss. So I had it right the first time. Artie Johnson. Yeah. Couldn't you go on YouTube and uh, just type in uh, Gong Show with the lady with the box on her head, the full show? Well, not everything's on there, but just just her clip is on there. I bet if you typed in that, that might come up. Since it's Chuck Barris Day, they might be doing a lot of the shows. Chuck Barris Day, since the day he died. And it was just people that have it uploaded. So, yeah. But one question I have to ask you. Um, did you, well, when you were in the audience and the entire audience was screaming, Gong'em, Gong'em, were you, uh, my recollection is that you were yelling Gong'em also. Is that true? Absolutely not. Are you kidding? No. You weren't yelling Gong'em? No. Sure about that? No, but I don't think <laughs> I did. You're you're not sure about that. Okay, so it may or may not have happened. Let's just say that. Let's just leave it. Let's just leave it at that. I do not remember my past. So there you go. It comes and it goes, Bob. Maybe well, when I get dementia, because when you have dementia, you remember the old days, but you can't remember the current stuff. <laughs> can't remember what you had for breakfast. Yeah. So well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to piece this experience together through the uh, recollections of other people and you're um you haven't been a big help because you haven't given me I, any well memory. you know that i have a horrible memory i just remember it was a fabulous day and we had a good time and i just see you guys uh doing the the tennis racket and the helmets <laughs> yeah, yeah and do you remember chuck introducing us um on the monday tuesday wednesday show saying tune in thursday no See, maybe the worst act ever, and then him saying, here's the act we've been, you do remember that. Um, that's not a figment of my imagination? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that definitely did happen. Good. Good to know. No, that's, that's why I thought for sure you would get the worst act. But... That girl was pretty darn good, you have to admit it. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. That's yeah. a genius to think of that. And, and that's why she's on YouTube and we're not. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right. So all what I'm saying right now is being taped? Yeah. God. What's the, you got a problem with that? No. Okay, well, now the whole world can, see, can hear you. It's good. All right. Hello, up world. Your, up, up your profile out there. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's kind of sad that I, I can't remember her stuff, but... It is what it is. Hey, world, it is not the golden age. It's the rusty years, believe me. The rusty years? Called the rusty years, not the golden years. Well, that's a whole different episode that you, we can get into um, how what, what age it's been being like for you. But I do have to thank you because you did lay the groundwork for our, um, for our um, game show mojo so, because of your because your experience on Let's Make a Deal. So you were really the, the leader of the family, Guinness, and you were the game show queen. Do you want to talk about that for a couple of minutes? Not unless you do. 
I do. I want to hear. I want to hear a couple details. What made you want to? What made you want to do that? There were some people from work that said they wanted to do it, and um, I don't remember who oh. I went with. But I dressed up like a, a flapper, and I had. I remember I had this really cute little flapper dress. It was red with black, fringy all over it, and I had my hair up and curls and I had a big feather coming out of it and you had the beehive going you had the Marge Simpson beehive going and nice. I think it was kind of cute back in the day and so standing in line I made a little eye contact with a guy that did the picking and there you go <laughs> oh it didn't work when we tried to get on the the prices right you lost your mojo oh wow I was only 30 years later 30 years later that's 15 the other was like 25 26 so that's yeah. what happened. So it was a great time. I got the big deal. I, what did I get? Um, I got to go for the big deal of the day. No, you didn't. Did you? The big deal of the day is the three curtains. I won a the pots and pans and something else and a big stove. You won a stove. You won a avocado green stove. You had the choice was. You can pick what's behind the what's in the box, or you can pick what's behind. Yeah, the right. <laughs> I remember. I remember watching it though. It was you. You had a choice I between. Everything. I thought I got a big deal of the day, but no, no I didn't. No. The big deal of the day was the last one of the day. You had three curtains to pick from. Your thing was pre-big deal of the day, where you had a box to to pick from. You either take what's in the box, or you can take what's behind the curtain. And you picked the box, and it was a. It was a, a Manar radar range, or a stove, avocado green stove, and then behind the uh, curtain, I think, was um, a monkey, a monkey in a cage. Well, what was, what was the big deal then? You were never on the big deal. Yeah. You gotcha. Well, it's a good thing I did. See, how do you remember that? And you were, well, because you were young, and you can remember that. Wow. <laughs> do you remember what year that was? Uh, let's see, about 60, 68, 69. I'm a brilliant, I'm a brilliant little seven-year-old, studying my mom's. You were brilliant at five, don't you remember, go walking to the store for me? Buying you cigarettes, yeah, yeah, sure. You were my I little was, man. What kind of, what, what parent today lets her, makes her five-year-old go to the store and to buy cigarettes. That does not happen in, in this modern age. Not buying cigarettes. Yes, I did. I remember you write me a note to buy you some cigarettes. To buy you some cigarettes. Oh, what a bad mom. And they sold them to me. You know, with the company I'm starting, you're not setting a good example for me right now. Well, that was the old days. That was a long time ago. So, um, but and okay, so I'm gonna let you go, but we'll get into the, your the family feud. That's a whole other episode. So we'll um, that that would be fun to get everybody's take on that experience. Okay, okay, mom, thanks for uh, your contribution. Oh, you're welcome. I love you. Love you too. Mitch. Robert, how you holding up today with uh, with the death of Chucky, baby? With the what? With the death of Chucky, baby. What's that? You didn't hear that Chuck Barris died today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that, yeah. Yeah. Sad day. Sad day in our personal history. And we still can't find our episode. And have you seen, you've seen the girl, the chick that gets the box stuck on her head? She's on there. 
Yeah, I know. I, I searched them years ago, and I couldn't find ours. And the guy with uh, sugar in the morning, sugar in the evening, sugar in the afternoon. <laughs> Remember that guy? I, now, now that you mention it, yeah. And he's on there, too? Yeah, I think somewhere on there. But, you know. I know. I was telling Deke that for years, every time... Uh, you know, it was on in syndication for years, and they would, in the TV guide, would list who the, who the celebrity judges were, and I was oh, every week I would look to see if it was our judges, and there were a couple times when our judges were on there, but they didn't, uh, they didn't air ours. Shit, I never saw it. You, you, you remember our judges, right? Yeah, Deke did not remember. My mom got one of them right, and uh, yeah, I definitely remember our judges. Peter Lawford, Peter Lawford, Ava Kabar, and Artie Johnson. Yeah, and you know about Peter Lawford. I didn't realize it at the time, but Peter Lawford was a badass. He was in the Rat Pack with with Sinatra and Dean Martin. He was JFK Jr.'s good buddy. He was like, uh, I think he's the he's the guy that introduced Marilyn Monroe to, to those guys. Um, yeah, he was. A, Peter was a badass. And then he ended up on the Gong Show. That was probably the low point of his life, right there, watching three dorks from Covina play. Try to sing Catch a Wave. Oh, poor bastard. Poor bastard. And you remember how we came up with the idea? What's, what is you? What do you remember about the whole thing? Like About the gong show? About the idea of even being on the gong show. Do you, do you remember where, where the idea began? Do you remember rehearsing for the gong show? Do you remember the, do you remember the oh, audition? I, I, remember, I remember everything, dude. I remember I we, you probably have the best memory out of all of us. That's why I, I need to pick I, I, your brain. I've, I've, I've done the most drugs out of all of us, and my brain should be fried, but I have the best memory. It doesn't make oh. sense. Yeah, good for you. you. Know? I remember we were at the Calora house, and uh, we were in... You guys were living with us at the time, right? I believe we were, and uh, we had the idea that came up in your bedroom there. Yeah, exactly. With your with your stack of Sports Illustrated inside the closet. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I do remember that. I, the newspapers, not the Sports Illustrated, the newspapers, Sports Weekend the or whatever. Sporting, the Sporting News. Sporting News, yeah. yeah. And uh, and Michael didn't want to do it with us for some reason. Who knows why? Cause he he thought it was stupid, probably. And <laughs> he thought, he thought it was stupid. He didn't think we were going to, you know. Yeah, I, we probably think we started auditioning or in your bedroom. Yeah, and then we started at first. We sang we're we're looking for Elvis um, tunes because I had an El- Elvis's greatest hits, and I remember I was practicing uh, Teddy Bear. Remember that? Yeah, but, but we didn't. But but we didn't want to copy John Williams though. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. John Williams sang. That's that's right. He sang Elvis. He sang Elvis on there. Remember, we didn't yeah. want to. We didn't yeah. want to copy him. We like we couldn't do that, you know. And he, but he didn't get gone. He had a good voice. No, I think he got like a two nines or three nines. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was a ten uh, of a ten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that at any point? Did you think that we'd be any good, or did you did you realize right out of the gate that we sucked and we were just a it was just a joke to get on TV? Yeah, you know, I thought it was just, I thought, you know, I, like I said, I was sixth grade at the time, seventh grade. Sixth grade. You were a sixth grader. I just went with the program, you know, and 
but I, I, I do remember, do you want to hear something funny? And this is kind of, well, I remember yes. when we were going to our, when we were going to tape, we were going to tape the show. It was me, yep. you, Dave, Robert, your mom, and Beth. Yep. Went with us. Yep. And, uh, we were in the, we were in the drive-thru at Jack in the Box there in Covina, <laughs> and I got stung by a bee in the ear. <laughs> I, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yes. Right. And anyways, my ears swelled up, you know, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, to make a long story short, we're at my work. We're an agricultural inspection station, right? So every from November, from November to <laughs> February, we have B loads of trucks coming from all over the United States going to Sacramento to pollinate in the almond fields, right? So we got to inspect them, and there's bees everywhere, dude. Well, anyways, make a long story short, <laughs> this last time, about a month ago, I got stung right above the eye. Yeah. And uh, before that, I got stung, too, and passed out. So every time I'm getting stung, so anyways, I almost died, dude. What? Really? Yeah. From well, a bee sting? From a bee sting. Oh, I'm allergic to bees. And uh, oh. they had to hit me with it. I was out. I wasn't breathing. They had to hit me with the EpiPen at work. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Hit me in the leg, and I, I'm drooling. and just that, you know, That's what they told me. So, anyway, wow. uh, and I never knew I was that allergic to bees, but that's why I bring up that bee sting at the jack. Had you been stung by a bee before, or was that, was that your first I've bee been... sting on the jack-in-the-box thing? No, after the jack-in-the-box, I've never got stung by a bee until I started working at this job. Oh, my God. Really? Three years ago, I got I got stung in the hand, and I don't know because it was in the hand and not the head that I didn't react bad, but it swelled up really yeah. bad. Yeah. And then I got stung again in the ear, and I got, like, real red and itchy. and It's like old times. Yeah, and then I got stung again in the back of the neck. Oh. And I got cast out and they rushed him to the hospital. But this last Jeez. time, I got stung above the eye and it like just, I went out. I was out. I wasn't breathing. <laughs> oh my God. So you're just you're just in a full panic if you see a bee right now. Well, I got to carry an EpiPen with me now everywhere, you know? Wow. Oh my God. I did not know that. And it all comes back to the damn gong show. Yeah. And my, my ear was swollen on the gong show too. Like, it was a little <laughs> do you um oh my god I, don't even, I barely remember that part so were you just miserable all day just nursing this swollen ear well no not really i mean i was a kid i mean it was only you know six you're a badass badass sixth grade about to be on national television yeah uh-huh do you remember yeah, where you matter as a matter of fact we were living at your house because i remember driving my bike home from school getting home to watch it yeah yeah i mean i think we had to leave school early it was like on two or two thirty and it wasn't a, it wasn't a convenient was time for it was on at three o'clock it was on at three so you had to rush home immediately mm -hmm. you had to rush home immediately do you remember who you watched it with i i know it was my mom and i don't know i remember the next day i went back to school and everyone's like hey i saw him in the show is that you and i was like I don't know why. For some reason, I was embarrassed. I was like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> I remember I kept it hush-hush, you know? 
You did? You weren't you weren't beaming with pride? But you know, that was the show to watch back then, you know, like for us. You know. Maybe maybe it was because you were part of possibly the worst act in the history of the gong show and you were Yeah. Consumed with shame. Yeah. Do you remember how disappointing? I remember. I remember getting our twenty dollar, twenty five dollar check and cashing that bond. <laughs> <laughs> twenty five dollar check and like a year supply of Subi honey. These reminded me that um, they had just started having the worst act of the week prize, which was like over five hundred bucks. If we had won that, that would have been and a dirty I sock. Know. Yeah, and a dirty sock. Is that what it was? It was a dirty sock. Yeah, you don't remember that. I don't remember the dirty socks. I remember missing out on the five hundred and whatever it was, twenty seven dollars and thirteen cents. Yeah, and the dirty socks. <laughs> oh man, that was just that was a that was a drag because we had he'd been pumping us up all week long. Right, right. What was cool though is we were the Thursday act. Remember? Yeah, yeah. We were on the we were the Thursday and Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He kept on saying, "Stay tuned." Thursday, we're having the worst act we've ever had. You know, you really building us up. I mean, God, we could have been if we if we had been a little more mentally weak, we could have been crushed by that uh, that intro. We never had a chance. But I remember us wearing those. Uh, I remember the. I even remember the Hawaiian shirt I was wearing. I was like, well, those really silky ones. Like, I thought you were in. Uh, weren't you in a wetsuit? No, um, you weren't. I thought the three of you guys were all in wetsuits, and I was in a Hawaiian shirt. And, no, maybe I was in a wetsuit. Shorts. Pretty, I'm pretty sure you were. That made it all the more ridiculous. You three were in wetsuits, spring suits, and, and you were playing those bongo, those uh, those hang gliding helmets. It was a uh, white sky helmet. Where in the hell did we get those white sky helmets? Sure. I know. I was telling Deke that we don't know where they came from. We never use them again for anything. They just happened to appear in our garage, and and uh, yeah, and they were perfect for us. We had no bongos. We had no drums. Well, where did those come from? I mean, had the black strap and everything. That's yeah, weird. yeah, those were your drums. I can't believe you didn't you didn't fess up to your classmates. It could have you could have been the man. Well, I know. Well, I was real chunky back then in sixth grade. You know. Yeah, and and we're in that. And wearing that tight ass uh, wetsuit probably didn't accentuate the curves so well, did it? Yeah. Now, did you sing on stage with the paint can, or was that just an audition? Oh, uh, that was a uh, that was the audition, and it was a stapler, not a paint can. What was it? Yeah, it was a stapler. Chuck didn't have a Chuck didn't have a, a microphone for me, so uh, he gave me a stapler to sing into, and that's what I rocked it out with. That's funny, dude. That's, oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. So think, think now, though, think now yeah. that was we were able to play that on Facebook or something. Oh my god! I know, man. It's like the it's where is that thing? I've never I to have seen it only one time, and laughed so hard I almost wet myself, and I've never seen it again. It's, oh, that's that's I've never seen it. Yeah, well, you saw it the first. You saw it the first time, and I'm sure laughed your ass off. But I thought, but, man, if Bob, can, if you, if Bob, if anybody can get it, it'd be you. <laughs> well, there's a there's a, um, a museum of television in um, in New York City that I'm going to try to go into and see if uh, see if they have it in there. But 
you'd think with this, there's so much stuff on YouTube, I would think that somebody would have posted it at some point, but not yet. I keep looking. Not yet at all. Well, hey, dude, it was good talking to you, and thanks for uh, thanks for the uh, recap on 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 Chuck and and the Gong Show. Fond memories. I'll let you, I'll let you know if I track down that uh, our episode. Oh yeah, got it definitely. Keep in touch, all right? Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, Robert. Talk to you later. Bye. How'd you end up going with us in the first place? I don't know. I do know that I, I mean, obviously I was down at your house a lot with your mom. Um, yeah. Cause your sisters were so much younger or your sister was younger. So it wasn't the same age as your sister, but I do remember I liked, um, I don't know. I've always was that kind of kid. Anyways, I hung around more adults than I did basically kids my age when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. And my mom had a lot of young friends over the years too. So I do, th- and you know, and obviously your mom was always warm and loving and <clears throat> so, but I think you guys were practicing and maybe I was just over there or I had asked like, or I don't know, I don't really remember how it all happened, how I was going. I don't even remember <laughs> you guys practicing or anything or how it even happened, to be honest with you. I just, I do remember being there and I do yeah. remember... Like, I remember, I remember very few things, but I do remember being on the set and watching it. Now, do you remember yelling gongum when we were singing along with the rest of the crowd? No, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. It's going to be great for you, this podcast, because there's not a lot I remember. Well, that's okay. I'm going to get this one out. That's quite all right. No, I'm just trying to... Basically, I was trying to guilt trip my mom into admitting that she was she was yelling gong gong at the top of her lungs with the other two hundred people in the crowd. Because at one point early on, it was must have been God, ten fifteen seconds into singing, I couldn't even hear myself sing. They were yelling so loud, um, and then the gong happened forty five seconds into it. So it was a real brief uh, flash of infamy there. And I don't remember. I don't remember that. I mean, I do remember you guys getting gonged, but I don't remember it being that loud. Like everyone was yelling it. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a, that was one of the most one of my most vivid memories. Is I can't even hear myself singing right now. It's so they're screaming so loud at me. But you know, we didn't we didn't we didn't care. We realized we sucked, and it was not it was no big deal. We're just happy to be there. Well, I know, and it was just, I don't, I think I was just in awe of the whole thing, just watching the whole setup, because, I mean, I'd never been, obviously, to a TV show and seeing how the whole parts of how it works and, and whatnot, and I, I just, I think I just, most of the time, I just was looking around, watching everything and observing yeah. Yeah, and you guys had to sit through five shows. Or were you backstage with us, or were you out in the audience the whole time? Do you I remember think we're that? Right, we were in the audience the whole time. I don't ever remember being backstage with you guys. Uh, okay, so we were in a giant room where a week's worth of those crazy people were in one room. So imagine that. And I went in. I went online um, to try to. I you know I saw it one time, the day that it aired. We, came home early from school there was like 
10 of us at Robert Alcantara's house. Were you there for that? And you remember? I don't remember that. I don't think so. I think what year was it? 77. So you were what, like in eighth grade? Yeah, you were in eighth grade. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in junior high. I was 15. Well, the, no, actually, I was probably 14. So yes, I was in eighth grade. Yeah, I was I was a sophomore, and Mitch was a sixth grader playing the playing the uh, the helmets back there like they were bongo drums. See, and I don't I don't really remember Mitch being there. It's a very foggy, vague memory for most of us. So, but maybe this will jog your memory. Um, I'll send you a link. There is a. So you know we watched it the day it aired and have never seen it since. We I never saw it in reruns um, when it was on TV and reruns, and there's no evidence of it on um, on YouTube. Uh huh. But there is um, there is uh, the Monday show of that week. It was it aired on Valentine's Day, so our show aired on Fe February seventeenth, nineteen seventy seven. And um, but there's an entire episode. Um, the Monday episode with uh, Artie Johnson, Ava Gabor, Peter Lawford at the end. And like at the 14 minute mark, the 14 minute mark, Chuck Barris says something like, tune in on Thursday and you'll see maybe the worst act we've ever had on this show. Oh my God. He said that on Tuesday and Wednesday also. And our intro was, uh, here's the act we've been telling you about all week. Maybe the worst, <laughs> worst act we've ever had on the show. And there were some pretty shitty acts on this show. So that's what makes the whole thing just, oh my God, how bad were we really? I, I need to see evidence of, of how truly atrocious we were. I do remember laughing so hard I, I almost peed my pants. That was my the reaction to it. And 40 years later, I've seen it once. haven't seen it since. So it's my quest to track it down. Well, you know, and it's the thing of, I don't remember it being bad, I, but maybe just, you know, being in eighth grade, being there with you guys, just thinking, oh my gosh, this is just so cool, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 and that was our attitude. I think maybe that's why he introduced us like that, because he knew we were just happy to be there. We were all smiling and giggly and, and you know, those stupid grins on our face and wearing, wearing uh, wetsuits, playing tennis rackets. So the whole thing was kind of absurd. So, yeah. Um, but there was a, the, the entire episode from that, that show is online. So now we got it. And the, the, the other thing was they had just started doing the worst act of the week. The winner of the worst act of the week won the same amount of prize money as the winner of the of the day. $512.92.32. So... Um, we thought we were a shoe in for that, but on, by the Friday show, there was that. Remember that black woman? Um, she was in like a prom dress, tall, thin, and she uh, she got a basically she got a box stuck on her head, a box that was like twice as big as her head, so it wasn't really stuck. But she said, "I can't get this box off my head." Remember that? I do remember I can't that. Box off my head. So all week they they talked about how the worst show ever on there and then that lady got the worst she got the prize for the worst act the worst act yeah the worst act of the week even though we were supposedly maybe the worst act ever uh yeah that was a bit of that was a bit of a letdown 
But uh, I, I forgot about that, but now that you mentioned that, I do remember that. I'm thinking how stupid that was. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm not that not that I'm bitter about it anymore, but I do <laughs> I do need to see that. Later you're you've you've come to terms with it. Well now that Chuck's dead and I can't bitch about it to his face, I guess I'll just uh I'm just gonna I'm gonna move on and let it go. And uh raise a raise a toast to Chuck. Thanks for giving me your version. Your 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 limited version. My your... very, very limited version. <laughs> it's probably it's probably even shorter than your act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forty five seconds in the, the until the, the Artie Johnson gong. Okay, I'm gonna let you go. But All right, thank, Bob. thanks so much for contributing and I'll I'll send you a link to this uh this podcast when I when I'm done and I post it, okay? Without the cost. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Alright. Good, good talk. Good talking to you. Talk to you later. Take care, Bob. Alright, that's our story. We're sticking to it. If you stuck around this long, thank you. God bless you. And uh, come back in a week and we'll have another episode of Two Degrees of Bob and the Chug Bears. Thanks for all the laughs. Thanks for making four smiley boys from being happy for one day. <laughs>